podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? For keeping the browser open. and Welcome to the Movie, movie, podcast, everybody. Woo! It is a brand new week, and we've got a brand new podcast for you. I'm your host, Tiggs, and with me are triumvirate of movie connoisseurs who will hopefully be able to answer this next question I have for them. Since 1980, Woody Allen has put out a film every single year, except for one. Russ, what year do you think it was? I'm going to go with 1997. Uh, Pete, what year? Um, uh, <laughs> um, quick, quick, quick. Uh, three, two, two, one. one. Pete doesn't 19, answer. Three. Alex, what year? Uh, 2000. Woody Allen is not Y2K compatible. And the answer was 1981. <laughs> Peter wins for being the closest with going over. That's not how the price that's, is right works. That's not how Price is Right works? I'm not sure, but all right, let's just get Why this Why do I stay neuter all these cats? <laughs> you just do that for the good of the community. Oh, okay. Let's start this off with, I don't know, I'm not even going to say it should be spade, but the Wolverine. Can we get the rust down? Sure. Okay. Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. In the midst of a midlife crisis, pays a visit to an old comrade in Japan and finds himself in the midst of a power struggle. That's a lot of myths. That, okay. I'm just That's imagining, right? like, the Wolverine's This is 40. Yeah. Does Wolverine get, like, a, a, a convertible and hair plug? Well, I mean, his hair was a little different. Yeah, it was a little bit different, yeah. It's a little shorter. This it was is, good. Um, Wolverine in real life. <laughs> uh, Wolverine who lives at home. Oh, Life as a Wolverine. <laughs> uh, Wolverine Beauty. Oh, I see. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, this... Uh, <laughs> That's not a very apt it even, description. It even kind of works with all those movies because he's like, his healing's not working as good. That's he's, true. You know, getting older. God. Um, so I was a little concerned when I heard this was more of a sequel to X-Men The Last Stand um, than its own standalone thing. Well, I mean, the only, yeah. the only way it's a sequel is that he's dealing with killing Gene. Yeah. Which is and, a very uh, fine premise. It doesn't take anything else from Yeah. yeah so I thought that after the credit scene. Yeah, except that uh, the sad fact that Hugh Jackman is still Wolverine. And that. Yeah. You, I mean, I'm, so, I'm so fucking sick and tired of him. Yeah, six movies now. Yeah. Well, my, I don't mind it. My big, yeah, I don't mind it as much, but my biggest issue with this movie was those stupid gene scenes. Yeah. They really bugged me. Like, her just laying down, hey, Wolvie, uh, um, I'm dead. Just, like, being kind of a bitchy dead lady. <laughs> like, what's the well, point of this? I, you know, this I gotta good, say, yeah. at least she was messing with, like, she was more the phoenix in this than she probably was in X3. Easily. <laughs> Which is sad on Brett Ratner's part. Um, I mean, okay, okay, so... Everyone here saw, regardless of what state, we all saw Wolverine Origins, X-Men Origins, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, so, I mean, how does this movie, how did that color, you know, wanting to go see another solo Wolverine? Um, it, it made me really dread the idea of, of having to go sit through another Wolverine movie, but at the same time, I knew there was nothing that could be worse than that. So they were already playing with house money just by making another movie. And, and James Van, I mean, I like James Van Gogh. 
Uh, Me too. I think Through Ten was, was was really good. I that movie was way better than I thought it would be. I think he's he very capably directs this movie. Um, and I think it's you know pretty good. It's just kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. I did like that it was restrained, but at the same time, it was boring. Okay, so, uh, spoiler alert, what do you guys think of the Mecha Samurai? Oh, yeah. That's, I was into the movie up until that point, and then I, that kind of yeah. lost me. Yeah, Is it that 100-year-old turtle didn't pop out of it at the end? Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, when I saw, I, I immediately thought it was like the, uh, the Mecha Hitler from Wolfenstein 3D, like once the head came off. <laughs> he was kind of like Krang. Yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I got this movie's like three quarters, pretty all right. Yeah, even um, even that bullet train scene, I enjoyed that. That was so much better yeah. than what and yeah. what. Yeah, it didn't look that great, but it played well. Yeah, I, I guess the action in this was was pretty decent. Yeah, um, yeah. I at least had fun with it for the most part. Mm-hmm. I um, enjoyed Yukio too. My yeah. My problem with the train fight is that could have been any character ever. Yeah. Right. Like, the fact that, yes, he has claws, and that's helping him stay in the train, but the other dude just had a knife, and he was able to do all the same things. Yeah. I mean, there it was, was a... Much, it was more about Wolverine outsmarting people on a speeding train Which is than fun. Wolverine just going straight old berserk and killing people because he's Wolverine. Well, yeah. it's an obstacle. It's a, it's yeah. a spectacle scene. Like, it's not... I mean, Lone Ranger had a fucking train fight scene. Like, there's been everything... Yeah, Skyfall, like, yeah. It, it's not like uh, it's not like they were trying to break new ground with this movie or anything like no, that. No, they were just trying to give you a trailer scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, what do you even? How do you even make a good Wolverine movie? Like a solo? Like how well, do you do that? When they when they set up the fact that he was going to fight like eighty ninjas in a snowy Japanese village, that would that, that fight had so much promise until it doesn't. If you deliver on that scene, it's the best Wolverine movie ever, and it's ten minutes long. If it just goes like, yeah. if it just goes the kill Bill movie- for a minute. <laughs> The best yep. movie ever made was the four minutes of X Men Two. Yeah, yep. yeah. In the, which he the stabbed people scene. with his claws. Yeah, not when he tripped people like he's Leonardo of the Ninja Turtles. Totally. When he actually stabbed men. Right. Yeah. That's a Wolverine movie, and and you just made one in five minutes, and I'll watch it eight hundred times. <laughs> but you can't put that in a in a theater. They needed to pad it out with something, right? <laughs> they needed to pad it out with a story of some kind, I guess. Yeah, and I think the pro- I, I think this runs into the problem you have of focusing on Wolverine. I mean, like, they never really did too much with his character the last five times he appeared right, right, enough right. To, to justify it. Uh, so, I mean, like, you kind of do run into that a bit, but I think, Russ, you, you, you were, you know, you're 100% right. They didn't go overboard this time with having him just, like, meet a thousand uh, mutants and just, like, run yeah. on the street. Because I yeah. think, like... <laughs> One of the best things you can say about this is that it didn't tarnish the X-Men movies any more than, you know, the last two Wolverine-centric things did. Yeah. You mean just not yeah. first class? Well, yeah, that was the not last not yeah. Wolverine-centric one. Like, to, just... me, to me, this ranks as, like, the third or fourth best X-Men movie. And that's not saying a whole lot, because I really think there's only two that are good. Yeah. yeah. One and two, I assume. Actually, uh, two, two and, and first class. Oh, I, like I see. Oh, class. I thought. I, yeah, I, one. I, one is kind of dumb. With this movie is like going back to the Gene thing. It tries so much to make that like really dramatic, and this whole thing he is tortured by the thought of this woman. But 
as soon as he spends a good 48 hours with this other chick, he's like, oh, goodbye mental issues. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. But that's how it works in real life, too. He has but, regenerative skills. But the weird thing is, like, this movie takes place years ago. the regenerative So... <laughs> So he killed Gene years ago. Oh, yeah. How long is it supposed to be? It's supposed to be, like, I think almost 10 years later. Because yeah, it's, it's almost real time. It's, like, a yeah. little bit further. So it's, it's it, we're almost at 10 years since he killed her. And he's been going through this for that long. And then it's like, well, I'm all right now. So I that's great. The chick. Uh, after meeting her. That would kind of, that's actually like, a Maybe don't hide in the woods then for yeah. fucking years. Maybe, maybe just go talk to a girl. <laughs> that could be the well, message. You, who knows? What maybe we just gotta wait for the movie where Wolverine's on OK Cupid, just like striking. <laughs> oh god! I would I like, watch that. I like people who don't kill bears. <laughs> <laughs> must, must must hate Sabretooth. That's his new movie. <laughs> oh, all right, you guys want to rate this? Yeah, sure. All right, Pete, what'd you think? Three. Russ. Three. Alex. Three and a half. And I'm also oh. gonna give it three. Yeah. Looks like one person was wrong. <laughs> okay, so I like uh, better than than you guys. It's not great, but it's not bad. <laughs> Next up, we have the uh, new erotic thriller. <laughs> oh no, wait, we're not doing that next, are we? We're doing Blue Jasmine. No. Next. Yeah, yeah. Blue Jasmine. new erotic, erotic thriller. This Woody Allen movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Match Point. Um, so this Match Point Two, uh, Blue Jasmine. So the latest from Woody Allen. Can we get the rust down? An erotic thriller. <laughs> Blue Jasmine. A life crisis causes a socialite to head to San Francisco, where she reconnects with her sister. Erotically. No, not at all. Thrillingly. Didn't see it yet. Is it good? It's great. I, I heard it's, it's supposed to be um, a lot better than To Rome With Love, which I was not crazy about. I did see To Rome With Love. I saw Midnight in Paris. Oh, I, I love like, Midnight in Paris a lot. I didn't yeah. see that. I like that movie a whole bunch. I liked it more than I should have. More than more than it probably is good now. Looking back, tell me have, about Blue Jasmine. So uh, you know, it's pretty much uh, like a, it's. Yeah, I think it's been described as Streetcar Named Desire, but sort of modernized with like the Madoff, uh, like sort of oh. like a Madoff Crisis type of thing. Oh, they like, they use buses now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they use buses now. Um, but no, you, you really get to see just like Kate Blanchett's character sort of just devolve and degrade, and just to see what happens to her. She. She. Everyone in this film is going to get fucking nominated, uh, except really? maybe uh, Andrew Dice Clay, even though he was great. How is he, is he really good in it? I mean, I've heard good things about Andrew Dice Clay's performance. It's pretty good. Like the final scene when he shows up, you're just like, oh, that was that was pretty great. That was perfect dice. <laughs> um, it's like it's it's almost insanely perfect dice because if you ever saw a stand up and, and like how he holds a cigarette, he does that fucking move. It's kind of ridiculous. Um. But yeah, and I just admitted that I've seen the stand-up. Uh, but it, it's a, it's really great. Uh, this who hasn't seen Dice Man live? Sure, it's not. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, uh, Alec Baldwin. Uh, you know, he does a good job. It, it does just the story of it all uh, in a very you know Woody Allen type of fashion. Sometimes it, it feels you know it, it. You see the seams in it, I guess, or you just I don't know. Maybe you're just like I don't know Woody Allen. Uh, I really Is love the writing. Is um, Kate Blanchett a Woody Allen at like Avatar in the movie? Um, <laughs> she she, not... she goes into the mind of Woody Allen. <laughs> uh, like... I should have chose a different word. Yeah, it's not. No, not really. Uh, like it's definitely an erotic character, but it's not. But not like 
his erotic. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not really funny. You know. Okay. And, and she, I mean, she plays a great. Uh, her sister, uh, uh, Sally Hawkins, I think. Yeah. Uh, fucking like knocks it out of the park. E- everybody. Uh, there's a bunch of people from like Boardwalk Empire that show up that that all are are fantastic. And it's just if you like Woody Allen movies, even if you like don't look like Woody Allen movies, because this doesn't even feel. I like, like one, one out of every four. It feels less. <laughs> I like, like the Woody one from 1981 the best. There are there are a decent amount of like Woody Allen feeling scenes, but it, it's definitely you can see this is a very serious. Cause it's dark. It's fucking. It's depressing. It's all shit. Like and. Like most of his movies are, but then there's always that comic, you know, edge to it. It's not really here. And when it is, it's just even more depressing. Hooray! Yeah. So, yeah, I highly recommend seeing this. Uh, I'd give it four and a half. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's generous. Maybe four. It's a high four. So I have to ask, if this, you know, Woody Allen, very drama, uh, apparently very good, why is it coming out at the beginning of August? (laughs) Uh, He's just trying to get that summer buzz, man. Like, this is where it's at. He knows that the blockbusters happen now. He's just like, I saw Pacific Rim. My movie's pretty much Pacific Rim 2. I'm going to put it out. I would actually, I'd watch that. Pacific Rim 2 by Woody Allen? Yeah. That'd be pretty great. Um, all right, next up, now also, we have... It's also a musical, like, uh, everything you know about that. Anyway. Next up, we have an erotic thriller. A modern-day erotic thriller of it's sorts. About time. <laughs> uh... Uh, yeah, the canyons. Can we get a rust down? Sure. A socialite moves to sit now. Um, when Christian, <laughs> an L.A. trust fund kid with casual ties to Hollywood, learns of a secret affair between Tara and the lead of his film project, Ryan, he spirals out of control and his cruel mind games escalate into an act of bloody violence. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that one sentence? That's a oh, my God. That's a really that's a run on. Yeah, no, that, that shouldn't be one sentence. Um, so this movie is fr- um, based on a Bretton Easton Ellis, right? Yeah, it's an original screenplay from him. But it's not uh, it's not a book, I don't think. No, it's yeah, not an original book. screenplay. Uh, I th- but the guy that directed it like wrote Taxi Driver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he did Autofocus. Yeah. So you know, it's more like it's closer to that. He also did, he also did uh, Exorcist Dominion. What was that? That was the. Remember when there was the prequel to The Exorcist that came out? Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember had like didn't no he, he he did the one that didn't get released. Yeah, uh, I like that it's just called Dominion prequel to The Exorcist. The Exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> I like love that it's like nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, they gave up. They're just Fuck like, it. It's the prequel to The Exorcist. <laughs> um, no, this movie is not good. That's no, bad. And I think that, like, it... Is it her comeback? Oh, my God, I know. I, no. you know, if, if, you, if... Okay, so they should have gotten <laughs> Tommy Wiseau to make this. I um, mean, it feels like it at the... times. Just, like, the, the yeah. stiff acting for... I mean... What? Is it purposely stiff, or is it, like, they're trying... Are they trying to make a good movie, or are they trying to make, a like, a good, they're bad movie? trying to make a good movie. Yeah. They, this like, was supposed to be a fucking, like, phenomenon, I think. <laughs> I think you can like phenomenon. Like, <laughs> yeah, like John Travolta's phenomenon. Well, I love the movie. Okay, so that was a good movie. Remember when he names all the mammals alphabetically? Uh, <laughs> I think this yep. is not the first time we've talked about seeing on this podcast. The world. Um, I will be the sunlight in your universe. 
that's in the movie. Ask, ask us anything about about the candy. I know you have questions. Um, yeah, what do you want? Uh, yeah, what do you want to know? Because we're fucking Kenya's experts. Uh, what the boobs like? Yeah, I was about to say. I got, I got, I got a joke. It goes, oh, have you seen the canyons? Uh, Lindsay Lohan's uh, breasts have lost as much ground as her career. I think I think in you know in sex ed in elementary school when they split up the girls and the guys yeah yeah and they talk to the girls about like periods and wearing bras they should really show like younger pictures of Lindsay Lohan topless and then like Lindsay Lohan now topless is like girls wear a bra why not (laughs) um probably one of the more awkward scenes is when Gus Van Zandt shows up I, that, I thought that was the best scene in the movie. It was. It was better. It was the best scene because he was just like, I, I, I think you can just like, he's trying to figure out what kind of movie this is too. He was the best actor in this movie. Yeah. Really? Um, James yes. is being like really like, like you can tell he's like trying to be like menacing and stuff like that. And like, it doesn't really work. Well, he probably doesn't get yeah. to do a whole lot, you know, coming from porn. I mean, he's done like what? 4,000 porns. Yeah. And that's. I don't know. There's probably some bad acting like, habits. That... I lo- like this movie kept trying to like throw twists at you, and but for about the first none of it mattered. Quarters, yeah, for the first three quarters of the movie, it's just that everyone's like banging each other, and like but it's only like four people. It's just fi- four or five <laughs> <Yeah>. people, <laughs> and so it really doesn't matter. You're just like, all right, whatever, and like, and then... and that's kind of how the characters are. They're kind of like, all right, whatever. But then for some reason, James Dean starts caring about it at one point, and. And, and then it tries to have a ridiculous twist ending. Which is... Say nothing. I, oh my god. I will not spoil it. No. Because I think that this is the kind of movie you should watch with a whole bunch of people really drunk. Like, this is a terrible movie that you have to fucking see. I, okay. I, I, but you know what? Like, I don't know if it merits that the whole time. Like, one of my favorite oh, no. ones, when Lindsay Lohan gets a text on her TV. That was so, oh my god. Like, uh, she has, like, web TV, like, like that. Like, like, web TV from the old days? Yeah. It's, it's called, like, web text or text, something like no, that? It's no, text it's text TV. TV. It's text TV. It says it on, like, and you're just, and she's, like, reading the texts on the TV and then, like, answering on her phone. It's just. It's ridiculous. And then the opening, the opening shot of the movie, which is, it's supposed to, like, I guess be, like, an homage to, like, a Ozu and, like, early like uh, Japanese films where you're hearing dialogue spoken by characters that aren't the focus of the scene. You're just seeing portrait, like effectively portraits of people, but it's never the person that's talking. And it just feels so jarring the entire time. And you're just, this is, there's no reason for any of this to be happening right now. And, and, and there'll be transitions to different scenes with just like fisheye lens, time-lapse shots of old theaters. Of old movie theaters that are dilapidated. <laughs> sure. And like half this movie um, is well, I wouldn't say half, like a quarter is people at dinner. It's supposed to be like tense scenes, and James Dean just on his phone. <laughs> There's a lot of texting going on in this movie. There's a lot of this. This movie, you might want to get some Boost Mobile minutes because <laughs> this movie mainly takes place on phones. So, what do you think the percentage possibly not have got? Oh, that this movie's genius? Yeah, and you guys just aren't smart enough to get it. This movie's either a one or a five, and it's just like, I don't know what it is. That's entirely possible. I don't know if I would call it a one or a five. It's either a one or it's going to become like a cult classic, and that's pretty much it. I think It's it's a one and stays a one or it becomes a cult classic. This is not a one or a five. I don't... I've read like the 
EW review and everything. Like, I don't know. It's there. Are people are praising it, and there's and they're saying really great things about some of the acting. And I'll give you, Lindsay I, Lohan does a decent job through some of it, but not. It's definitely not consistent. And none. I mean, that's one thing. None of the actors are consistent, with the exception of Gus Van Zant. But that's only because he's in one scene. But like, it makes like cool intentions look like the best movie. Like, like it's serious. Like, it, it makes that seem like a serious movie. Like, it's like trying to be like everyone's playing like sexual mind games with each other, but like no one cares. And it's just like you. It's possible to make this movie and like make it be all right. Um, but they, they just don't. Uh, you can't tell when they're trying because they're probably so angry at each other throughout it. After like, it's funny just like hearing like the things of like leaked video of like Lindsay Lohan yelling at everyone and stuff like that like it it pulls back the curtain a bit that they weren't trying to make something intentionally fun or funny yeah that like you just know like oh these people just all hate each other and didn't want to be a part of this movie and that's why they're disinterested it, there's a really uh, a really great article in the times but from back in January that like details the entire pretty much process of it that's it's a pretty good read if anyone's interested in that it's actually it's pretty good uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess I gotta get this. Oh, I get. I, I guess maybe. A, do I? I don't know if I give this a one and a half because it was entertaining. Was it? Uh, uh, sometimes. I um, literally. Sake, right. Like, well, no, no, just saying, just for the sake of like, it's a train wreck that you can't stop watching. Although I did at about three quarters of the way check the time and then check the time again and That's then it. freak out because i mean i watch this vod as well right yeah you just, yeah, you just, yeah i watch yeah. the vod it is playing I, at ifc right now though i couldn't imagine going to see this nope. uh but my my roommate and i watched it we just like it it stopped it does stop being funny after a while which um is kind of a bummer but the end is you can tell that like Freddy smells right. Maybe like I hope that he was like, "Yeah, this will get him." This twist, <laughs> and like uh, patted himself on the back because it's the dumbest twist in the world. I give it a. I, point. Mean, I mean, you say that you know at like three quarters in, you you looked at the time. I remember I was twenty three minutes in the first time I looked at the time, and then it was like every four minutes after that, I Ooh, kept looking yeah. at the time for, for the next hour, thinking that like. 20 minutes had gone by, but no, yeah, yeah, that movie just moves so fucking slow. The, oh, it, I don't know. There's even like you guys were, you're, you're saying that it was like kind of laughably bad at times. And I didn't really feel that. I, I like, I think that this was, it's not even so much of a train wreck is that it's just like a slow pause to get to a train wreck sometimes where you're just like, why am I watching this? And then, Oh, here's a train wreck scene. But then there's just like a lot of nothing. I'm giving it a one. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a one. Um, um, I, yeah, and, I, Let's finish this off on a higher note. Two guns. An erotic thriller. Can we get the rust down? Yeah. Um, you guys talked about canyons that much. I, <laughs> I can't I, believe it. Uh, I told you to ask us anything. We're canyons experts. They asked one question. Uh, yeah, I started playing Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and it felt like it was... Fit. That was... Just to hear you guys talk about that. Fuck it. Rust down. Two guns. Uh <laughs> And a naval intelligence officer find themselves on the run after a botched attempt to infiltrate a drug cartel. While fleeing, they learn the secret of their shaky alliance. Neither knew that the other was an undercover agent. So the Navy does undercover stuff? Sure. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen NCIS? No. Or NCIS LA? Yeah. I haven't. 
Like, or Jag? Oh, I don't oh yeah, know. Jag. Okay, I watched, I watched Jag in my day. <laughs> um, I mean, I was more of a Wings guy, I'll be honest with you. Really? You're that guy? No, I was not. There's like four people uh, in the world. Uh, hey, what does that have to do with anything else? I don't know. <laughs> I was a Suddenly Susan kind of guy. Ooh. So what? Yeah, if we're going to talk about... Uh, Military procedurals. I think you need to bring up wings. <laughs> well, because one was one was the navy, and the other one had an airport in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. You got me. I don't know what television is. Sorry, I two just, guns. I just landed on this planet based on a graphic novel. All I know is the canyon. Has anyone read it? No. No, but three no. guns just came out. Really? Oh, is it I like two men and a baby? Three. Uh, you mean two men and a little lady? Oh, three men right. and a little lady. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one. Well, no, I know. I was, but it would be two men and a little lady. It would be three guns. Or it would be the my lady two a guns. Maybe the guns a lady. There you go. All right, let's talk about two guns. I again, so they can't go undercover when they're actually on a boat. Like, can the boat go undercover ever? Oh Jesus! Are we talking about the navy still? Yeah, I'm, that's I'm <laughs> up on that. Okay, right, so we'll so, talk about two guns now. Yeah. All right. So, um, the relationship between Wahlberg and uh, Denzel Washington were is sort of what holds this movie together, and just kind of them yep. playing off of each other. Because uh, there's a lot of those movies that's just sort of too, almost I don't know too cliche at times. I guess. Um, too too it's like awesomely cliche. It is awesomely cliche, but sometimes you're just like, uh, all right, I get it. Didn't you ever hear the saying, "Don't rob a bank across the street from the place of the best donuts in three counties"? No, I never heard that before. Oh, it's the same. But Bill Paxton. Oh, a crazy person in this. Fucking I love great. it. Great. So good. Just so good at being ridiculously oh. no, the whole shit. I was hoping that they would uh like there's the first guy that he tortures like with one method and the second guy something different. And I was hoping that they would just keep changing it up. Uh but I guess he just he liked that second one a lot. So Yeah. Um Well yeah, but it's like um uh, what's his face? Like and, a joke. Uh, Old country for old men, flip a coin. Right. Uh, old country for old, old men? Old. You know. <laughs> old no, country old. for old men. <laughs> old country, yeah, old country buffet. Haven't you ever gone? It's just full of nothing but old men. <laughs> <laughs> Come to old country. Old, old. <laughs> we only allow old men. <laughs> I like two guns. <laughs> I, I think it's a lot of fun. Like it, it's a lot of dumb fun. Uh, yeah, this is this is what I really thought R.I.P.D. was gonna be. Right. Yeah. And, but R.I.P.D. as we talked about last time had so much potential in Jeff Bridges' character, and they didn't go anywhere with it. And this one had all that chemistry was missing. The the action sequences were never like that great, but they didn't need to be because it was just silly enough when it when it wasn't when people were right. things. I yeah. like. I wonder if like. The, the Denzel's like things in this movie were so weird. Like his his hats and his, his teeth things when he would take them out, put them back so in. Weird. Like what is that? Like that's how he showed that he was undercover. Was like you thought I was one of you. But look, <laughs> I got teeth things. <laughs> and then his like Billy Goat style facial hair. Why doesn't that he was... have a mustache? Why does his beard creep to where it would start a handlebar? Oh, stop. Why? I, I, also, I imagine myself the whole movie wearing the clothes that he, would, that he wore in this movie. Yeah, Who wears yeah. his clothes? 
I assume that's just like Denzel's personal wardrobe. I think Colm said that while we were watching the movie. He's like, I think he because just no one in stuff. the world, no one in the world will wear those. But, but you those know what? Things. Maybe he was someone that is so disconnected from that world, thinking that that that's what you do to fit in with that world. Maybe that was his character choice. Well, that's possible. Maybe. Which I kind of like if that was it. I don't think it was. Um, but I did think it was awesome to see James Marsden be like a bad dude. That was that was that was nice. I feel like I'm all, like I'm always looking out for him. You know, making sure he's okay. Yeah, well, he someone... never he never gets the girl in movies. He always dies. He all he like never gets any re- decent roles, and he's a perfectly normal dude. Yeah, I just don't get it. Yeah, um, I I gotta look out for him. <laughs> Um, I like that, like, sometimes this movie never tried to talk up to its audience. No. <laughs> like, for instance, when it, the transition to another shot is boobs. Oh, yeah. That was great. That was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, like, like, this movie just, like, I love that, like, the, like, the bros in the film had plenty of times to clap and, like, yep. Yeah, and be surprised. And be, oh yeah, yeah, this is as as this is one of those movies in which you have to go see it in theaters if you live in a city just to watch unintelligent people react to it. <laughs> and, and that was, but you know what? That made the movie even more fun. Like I think I I found myself like, um, you know, even when there were times that you know maybe something would lack or like. It, if something didn't hit, like I like if we saw something coming ten thousand miles away, you know you're able to get a little chuckle out of it. Yeah, watching this at home kind of doesn't. I mean, it, it's fine to do that because it'd be a perfectly passable movie if it's on TV. But I think like there's a little bit extra gained if you see this in theaters. It it it's just a little bit more fun. Right, you guys, guys want to rate it? I mean, yes. Yeah, Pete, what do you think? Three and a half. Russ. Same. Alex? Same. Oh, this time I'm an odd man out giving it a three. Douche. Ah. Uh, I am. Yeah, you know, I understand it. There's not much to it besides um, Denzel and Mark Wahlberg, but for me, that's enough. Yeah, no, it was, it was really good. It was a lot of fun. Do right. you want to change your score now that Alex, <laughs> Alex <laughs> really <laughs> proved you were wrong? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to stay. I'm going to just hot-headed here, staying at three. All right. Yeah, for now, let's wait until next week. Or until I just edit this out of the podcast. No. We know that. <laughs> we weren't also weren't recording. Jokes ended. <laughs> the entire time. No, none of this has been recorded. Perfect. This thing is real. All right. You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You can email us your questions, comments, complaints, or your fake movie Fridays to moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com. And you can rate us on iTunes by searching for The Priest and the Beekeeper, which is what we are, an improv troupe that has a show the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave at 8 p.m. Uh, this month it is August 15th. Uh, you should come on out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, bring some friends. Uh, Takati and a shot. Five bucks. You can't, can't beat it. Can't beat that deal. Ask, so just you can ask us anything about the canyons there. Ask us anything about the canyons. You can challenge uh, Alex to anything on the arcade. Uh, they got uh, naughty photo find, and yeah, it's a good photo. time. Yeah, okay, yeah. Erotic photo find. I said naughty. But I whatever. say I call photo hunt. Do you say photo, photo, say photo find? To me, it's more I, of a hunt. Yeah, I know. I just like the alliteration of the photo find. I never even thought of that. Wow. You do know those. Never mind. Um, All right, thank you guys for being here with me me this week, and thank you all for listening. We'll see you guys next time on the Movie Movie Podcast.